So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. This week, we would like to say a special thanks to Robin, Amanda, John, and Courtney for their support. If you would like to learn more about the show, you can find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com or throughout social media, all that So We Met Online. Hey, Chris. Hello. So we reference the dating apps in most of our episodes. We reference dating sites, but we haven't dedicated a full episode to talking about the dating apps, how to do them well, which ones are the most popular, how to write a message, everything that relates to the dating apps. So that's what I want to talk about today. It sounds like a great topic. I mean, they're very popular. People are using the apps to meet people online. So why not? Exactly. Now, it's funny how much the dating world has changed. Do you know what year Tinder came out? Uh, Tinder came out in 2014. Incorrect. Try again. You get one more guess. 2015. No, come on. 2012. Friends I met on Tinder more than two years ago. Uh, 2012. That's correct. Third time's the charm. Um, So Tinder came out in 2012. Interestingly enough, I started my business in 2011. Mm -hmm. It's a very different business now than it used to be. I find myself writing more Bumble messages for people (laughs) than I ever thought humanly possible. So many people are doing the apps and it's free. Fortunately or unfortunately, people think it's easy. But the reality of it is free doesn't mean easy. It still takes work and it still takes putting your best foot forward on the apps in order to be successful. So let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. So first of all, let's talk about the popular apps. Which apps are you on, if you don't mind my asking? Well, I won't say which apps I'm on. I'll say which apps I'm or I've you've used. used in the past. Yeah. Uh, so clearly, I've used Tender. I've used Bumble. Mm-hmm. I've used How about a few others. Hinge. Nope. Okay. Never used Hinge. Hinge There's or Happen. Happen. Nope. I call Happen convenient but creepy. Yeah. Uh, because it not only is GPS based like Tinder or Bumble or any of the others. But it actually tells you how many times you've crossed paths with somebody. It's like you've crossed paths with Chris 827 times. Well, Match is doing that now, though. If you aren't familiar with that, Match has now this option of mismatches, which is... (laughs) That's actually very clever. I hope they use a sock icon for that. (laughs) That would make me so happy. But the concept is is, uh, it's using GPS. And if you were... If you frequent certain areas on a regular basis, it will show you other people that are frequenting those areas as well. I think that's a little much. I yeah. mean, it's one thing to know you're within a two-mile radius of someone. It's another to know that they were at Starbucks at the same time. Right. Well, and that's what people are doing now. Right. Uh, there's also J-Swipe, mm-hmm. which is owned by J-Date. Interestingly enough, first J-Date tried to sue J-Swipe because of the j Saying, we own the J, you cannot have the J. Yeah, poor alphabet. <laughs> and then J-Day ended that and actually bought J-Swipe. Uh, there's the League, which I really like actually because the League vets its users before it approves them onto the app. So it's checking. I'm not sure exactly what their criteria are, but I mean, it's a little bit more of an elite dating app where most people are pretty well educated. You only get a certain number of matches a day. So let's just talk about the differences between the apps. Sure. So first was Grindr, actually, which is an app for men, right? And Tinder is based on Grindr. 
Right. It's essentially the same, but instead of being for gay men, it's for men and women. All of the rest have essentially mimicked those first two acts because if it worked, you know, they say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, right? So Bumble was started by a disgruntled former Tinder employee who, a female, who said, we're going to empower the women, I'm going to create Bumble, and everything is the same as Tinder, but we're going to put a really cute logo on it that kind of looks like a bumblebee, and women have to initiate the first message. So as a woman, I like this and I don't like it. One, it takes the onus off the men to start a conversation. So I don't like it for that reason because you're always required to start the conversation. But on the other hand, you're in control. And who doesn't like being in control? Those are the main sites. Hinge recently did an app overhaul where they say, no more swiping, no more swiping. All it is is instead of swiping, you just like put your finger on the bottom of the screen. It's basically the same thing. I actually preferred the previous iteration of Hinge. I thought the best thing about their relaunch, I'm not going to lie, was their promo video that was amazingly adorable. It's like an amusement park where they had a ghost and called it like the ghosting ride. And People ask me all the time, which app is the best? Which should I be using? And my answer to that is always a non-answer. It's whichever one you are the most proactive at. Because if you throw a terrible profile or no profile up on Tinder and terrible pictures, you're not going to be successful. But if you actually put flattering pictures, write something not too substantive but enough to catch someone's attention, you will do better. Yeah, and let's be clear, right? All of the main dating sites, uh, your eHarmonies, Match, OkCupid, etc., they all now have mobile versions of their service, right? And all of these sites are trying to gear their mobile apps to be similar to Tinder and all of the other services as well. Yeah, OkCupid has a swiping mechanism. Exactly. So we are not necessarily talking about those specific apps. We're talking about more the native apps, right, that don't require a subscription. But in addition to this, all of these apps, all of these sites, they all have a ton of users. And in most cases, people are on multiple apps. That's true. Right. So whether you choose to pick one app over the other app, you are going to, in times, see the same people. Sure. It really doesn't matter what you pick. And people always say, oh, Tinder's a a hookup app. No, it's not. It's whatever you want it to be. I've said this before. You can use Tinder to find friends. You can use it to find sexual partners. You can use it to find a relationship. Just set your intentions, right? Well, and Tinder has gone through a great deal of effort to convert its reputation as a hookup app to a more legitimate dating service. So we've seen those changes over the last few years, even including making business connections or just friendship connections through Tinder. I don't know about that one. No, there, there is an option, right? Where well, there's you can... an option on Bumble for Bumble BFF where you can find yes. friends. Go to a coffee shop and make some <laughs> friends. If somebody asks me, if a client asks me how many apps should I be on, I tell them two. And the reason I choose two is because it's kind of like the expression, too many cooks in the kitchen. If you do too many things, especially, look, I know I work with a self-selecting group of people who are inclined to, one, ask for help, and who, two, are presumably not as successful in the dating app realm because they've come to me for help, right? And a lot of my clients are working a lot and they get overwhelmed easily because it does sometimes feel like another full-time job. So I recommend two apps because that way 
you know, you start doing three, four, five, six, seven, you look at your screen and you're so overwhelmed that you shut everything down. It's not manageable. I also recommend not just swiping until your heart's content and then not talking to people. What's the point? So I tell my clients, get five matches, okay? So get five mutual matches. And this is coming from Erica, the person who's overly organized. Like, forget Erica as a dating coach for a second. This is just Erica, whose first boss at Fannie Mae told me, he said in my review, you are, quote, uncommonly organized. I don't think he meant that as a compliment, but (laughs) I took it as one and I still use it. So I tell people to get five matches and then stop swiping and then write to every one of their matches. If they can line up one date out of every five matches, they're doing quite well. Okay, but do you tell that to both the men and female people you work with? I do. Okay. Have you seen or have you experienced the general difference? (laughs) I was just going to say that. The difference between women swiping and men swiping? Okay. Men and women are different. We know that. Mars, Venus, blah. So the way women, on the whole, and this is an overgeneralization, but based on truth, on the whole, a woman will look at the first picture. I just told this to a client today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to quote myself. She'll look at the first picture. If she doesn't like it, she will swipe left. If she does like it, she will click on that first picture to see the rest of the pictures. She will then read the profile, presuming there is a profile. If there's not a profile, she'll probably swipe left. Now, if you've passed that threshold, she likes the rest of the pictures and the profile, she will swipe right. Whereas a guy... A guy... I know exactly how a guy does ...will go... Right, 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 well, right, no. right, if, if right, 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 right. If you're not attracted to the first picture, you're swiping left. In most cases, yes. I think if we're not attracted to the first picture we see, then we will swipe yeah. left. That's However, where, yeah. there are a lot of guys out there that will use the law of averages <laughs> and will just swipe right over everybody and wait mm-hmm. until they get a response. And then once we get the response, then, then look. we'll look at the first picture and we'll be like, Oh, why did I swipe right on this and then remove the connection? That happens all the time because a lot of my female clients ask me, well, I wrote to him, like specifically on Bumble where the woman has to write first. They'll say, I wrote to him. Why didn't he answer? We matched. And I tell them the unfortunate news that he didn't read about you before he swiped right. So the way I see it, the tree kind of starts the same. Not attracted to the first picture, everybody swipes left for the most part attracted to the first picture, that's where the men and women differ. And so women are definitely using a lot more discretion when swiping. Now men, when they get a match, if they get written to, they will sometimes go back and read it, sometimes not. So that's why I say once you get to five matches, stop, write to all of them, And we all know that you're not going to get a 100% response rate, even if it's a mutual match. If you get, let's say, two responses out of five, one fizzles and one comes to fruition, if you're getting five matches a day and getting one date out of each of those matches, you now have a date every day. So that's the ratio I would look to, one out of five. I'm not going to lie. Look, I'm a former economist. Numbers are my thing. I love spreadsheets. So I do try, even though you can't make any of this, this is not a science. I do try to boil it down to be as scientific as possible, to have actual measurements and actual actual things you can hold yourself accountable to. Putting the numbers aside, I think for the most part, you bring up a good point for a lot of reasons. Let's just, you know, again, it doesn't matter the numbers. It's a matter of quality and substance, right? 
And I don't necessarily believe that we have it in us to be able to respond to that many people legitimately, genuinely, you know, honestly. So by limiting the amount of swipes and the amount of people you're engaged with on a regular basis, then in theory the date will be more substantial. Well, I'm not even talking about the quality of the date. I mean, let's say you're swiping in bed one night and you wake up the next morning and you happen to have gotten six matches, say, right? The one at the bottom of your screen kind of falls to the wayside because kind of like the newspaper, right? It's not above the fold. So I'm someone who, who keeps her inbox very small. I give the same advice for the dating apps. Keep your dating app inbox very small. So if you write to someone and they don't respond, there was a study recently by Hinge, actually, that said, send them another text. That's not advice I would give. I say you try once, call it a day. If you really want to, go crazy and send another text. But if they still don't answer, if they don't answer the first time, just unmatch them. Because there's no point in reminding yourself every time, oh, yeah, I messaged that one. He or she didn't answer. You have to remind yourself every time. That's like I don't leave emails marked as unread. If I've read them and have something to do, I flag it if I have something to do because it means I've read it. I don't have to keep reminding myself. I think in general, the averages are women are receiving many more swipes or messages than the men are, right? So women, I think, have to manage that process a little bit more than a man where a man might get one match a day and be like oh i'm gonna talk to this person right absolutely i mean i've seen people's phones and i get agita looking at how many old matches they have in there that they just haven't looked twice at there could be diamonds in the rough in your list of matches more is not better right like you said it's not quantity right so after the break i want to talk about what to do on the apps, what to write in your profile. I have a few examples, what to write in messages, how to engage people in messages, and then how to get to the date. Okay, sounds great. Are you having difficulty finding the right person? Have you struggled with past relationships? Or do you simply think, why is dating so darn difficult? If this sounds like you, then check out and subscribe to Ask Dr. Antonio, a YouTube channel featuring weekly dating and relationship advice videos from psychologist and relationship expert, Dr. Antonio Borello. Go to youtube.com slash Antonio Borello, A-N-T-O-N-I-O-B-O-R-R-E-L-L-O. Why not make your love life the best part of your life? If you like his stuff, leave a comment saying that you heard it from So We Met Online. So, Chris, do you remember what you had in your profile on, say, Tinder? Yes. Tell me. I had a list of things that I liked to do. Ah. A few little tidbits about myself. Mm-hmm. And What then, do you like to do? Tell us. Well, like, I like to go to Disneyland. I like to go. <laughs> we all know this, right? Yes. I like to go to Disneyland. I like movies. I like to bake at home mm. or cook, cook and bake. And You're I so like. Domestic. I like long walks along the beach. Oh, give me a break. Uh, No, I mean, typically (laughs) I list about three high level items that I like because on Tinder, the amount of space that you have is minimal. So I try to get to the highlights. Sure. That makes sense. Right. So it was usually, here's a couple of brief things about me. I have kids. I like Disneyland. I like baking. I would love to meet somebody who shares similar interests. Great. So you want to keep it short. 
I recommend between 20 and 40 words only. And if you're going to err on the side of longer or shorter, err on the side of shorter. You don't want someone to have to scroll down too much. You also don't want to give someone a headache by looking at it and being like, oh, I don't have time to read this novel. Right. So if you're looking for ideas about what you might want to write in your profile, short and sweet is the key. So a few ideas are a list of things you like, like Chris just said. A list of things you're good at. Some can be tongue-in-cheek and some can be serious. Maybe favorite TV shows or quotes. Maybe a haiku or a poem. A few pieces of factual information, like where you've lived. Or even some creatively used emojis. So I am actually going to reveal for you right now my Bumble profile. Because it's a good example of the right lens and Something else you want to do in the profile, and I'll read mine in a second, is provide somebody with what I call message bait. Mm -hmm. What is message bait? We've given advice before on picture message bait. So you want to be doing something interesting in your picture that somebody will ask you a question about it. They think they're brilliant because they've actually paid attention and asked you a question. But the reality of it is you planted that picture there for them to ask you a question. Same thing with the profile. You want to plant things in there that generate interest or questions. So my profile says entrepreneur, performer, punster, night owl, scotch drinker, Kettlebeller, original NES, and so much more. Just looking for the PB to my J. So cute. Thank you. So that's one, two, three, four, Is it five, nutty six, peanut butter? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. Twenty-three words. So that fits within the twenty to forty. I would stick to around that twenty-three mark. Um, and I like creamy peanut butter. Thank you for asking. I'm sorry. Sorry, I left you in suspense about that. Um, I want to say I like chunky because I feel like that's the more sophisticated answer. But the reality of it is, I like creamy, and I'm not gonna lie, I do like grape jelly on occasion. Yeah. No, I think there is multiple reasons for that. Not only does it help us get our message across, but people aren't really reading that much. If it's too long, people won't read it. They're not going to read it. You know what? It's really good bullet points. So on most dating apps, you can format a little bit. On Bumble, you can't actually. It just puts everything into one paragraph. Bullet points are great because that makes life easier to read. Mm -hmm. What else works well is two or three truths and a lie. So you tell a few facts about yourself and then you, uh, you have people guess. Who doesn't like to win a game? Sure. Right? Any combination of those ideas should work well. Now let's talk about the message for a sec. If someone provides message bait, like if someone wants to write to me, it's really easy because you can take any of those words. Entrepreneur, what do you do? Performer, what kind of performing do you do? Punster, does that mean you pun? You would like mm-hmm. puns? Night owl, what time do you go to bed? Scotch drinker, what's your favorite scotch? Kettlebeller, do you take a kettlebell class? Original Nintendo owner, what's your favorite game? Just looking for the PB to my J, like you said, creamy or crunchy. Someone actually asked me once, why am I the J? And I said, good question. I said, because I'm sweet. <laughs> and I like the color pink. Um, <laughs> something like that. I'm not seedy, I tell you that. Let's say now somebody doesn't provide message bait. And as I'm talking, Chris is going through Tinder on his phone and he is shaking his head no at all of the women who post pictures, particularly their first one, with more than one person. Don't do it. No one takes the time to figure out who you are. And when they're looking anyway, they probably think the friend is cuter. Yeah. The very first picture that I got were three women 
And I immediately gravitated towards one of them. And, and I said, profile. I sure hope it's that one. And as I flipped through the other pictures, it's not. Right. I actually matched with someone on Bumble recently. And his first picture was, normally I wouldn't swipe right, but I was just curious. And his first picture had two men in it. And I just texted, just point blank, which one are you in your first picture? Look, neither was substantially better looking than the other. He writes, the good looking one. Like, what, <laughs> what is this junk? Right? Yeah. Anyway, now let's say, for example, someone does not provide you message bait. They either don't have a profile or they write nothing of interest to write, you know, I like to travel. Ah, hi, I'm 5'11", which I know I've said before, if you're going to write anything, don't have it just be your height because that to me means you derive your entire self-worth over your height. Anyway, so if someone doesn't have any message bait, say something interesting. Anything is better than hey. Hey, what's up? How are you? How's your day? I mean, I sometimes post on Instagram really boring conversations people have with me on the dating apps. Because sometimes I'll try to keep it going just to see what happens. So it'll be, how was your day? Good. How about you? Good. Looking forward to the weekend? Yes. How about you? Yes. Oh, good. Enjoy the weather. You know, who has time for that? So do something out of left field if you're writing for the first time. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, guys are looking for some little thing that we can be clever, that we can try to make an impression right in the cliche sea of people out there. Mm -hmm. We want to be able to say something that's going to attract your attention so that you will respond. Well, if we have nothing to ask, nothing to kind of put out there to be interesting, right. that's going to attract you, then we end up with Hey. Yeah, don't do that. And then, you know, the men get equally upset on Bumble when the women do that because sure. it's it's really frustrating. So a few examples of things you might say if the other person provides no email bait. What's your ideal Sunday? Sleeping in, mimosas, or a long run? Chocolate. Perfect. Done. Or you could put two emojis. I've always... <laughs> Sunday. Sunday, get it? What's your favorite? Sunday? Oh, and I'm the punster. Yeah, I you totally missed it. missed it. With a cherry on top? Yes. <laughs> Will you forgive me, pretty please, yes. with a cherry on top? Thank you. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. I tell people all the time to do this one. It works like a charm. Use the pizza emoji and then write or and then use the sushi emoji. Question mm -hmm. mark. People are very adamant about their pizza or sushi choices. Yeah, yep. and um, it's a good one. It is. Or you could say, if you don't want to work, if you didn't have to work tomorrow, would you rather go canoeing or drink a bottle of wine or both? And obviously substitute canoeing and wine with whatever two things that are opposites that are those opposites. I would say wine on the canoe maybe, <laughs> but something like that. But the pizza or sushi works. Quite well. Yeah, anytime you can use a visual representation like with emojis, it's going to take that message up. It's going to become memorable. It's going to put that in their mind so that as they are going throughout their normal day, mm -hmm. they're like, oh yeah, pizza, I remember that pizza emoji. But the caveat is there was a study about using emojis on dating sites. Don't use like smiley faces, winkies, especially if you're a guy and you don't know someone yet. You can use it to replace words like pizza or sushi, but don't go crazy with like poop, smiley face, sunglass face, alien face, <laughs> eggplant. Don't use the eggplant. Now we say all of this, but what I was going to say is I was going to actually contradict everything you've just said. I can't wait. In which case, 
Believe it or not, okay. I have had incredible success when responding to people or initiating conversation with just simply saying hi or hi and a smiley face. I look, you're one person. You're a sample size of one. Yes. If it works for you, I'm not going to tell you to change a thing. However, I would never recommend saying hi or even worse, hi with an emoji. Right. Now, in general, I am going to agree with you. I don't think that is best practice. But what I've noticed in people who have responded to me and I've talked to them at a later point in time and in the conversation comes up, what did you like about my message that got you to communicate with me? And they said it was cute and simple. Okay, again, I'm glad that works for you. I'm just putting it out there. I'm glad that works for you. Sometimes simple is okay as well. Look, you also have a beautiful head of hair, right? (laughs) I'm sure that doesn't hurt. I mean, it's like supple. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Don't don't compliment a woman's looks off the bat. That's going to be really important. I got a text at some point recently on one of the apps saying, love your lips. And I wrote back, how about my sexy brain? So a study, also from Hinge, has shown that the words sexy, beautiful, hot, and cutie decrease your response rate. No surprise to me. Yep. Um, Yet the words cool, it's nice that, fascinating, awesome, increase your response rate. Because presumably you're referencing something they've said. Also, they looked up the word pretty to see its context and to see what got more and fewer responses. Very pretty. You're pretty, spelled incorrectly, and you're pretty, spelled correctly, got fewer responses than average. Pretty much, pretty sure, and pretty good, again, likely in reference to something they've said, does better. A few more random findings. When to message your match. I am reading this directly from the study. There's no opinion here, though I don't disagree. It says, men have shorter attention spans. Chris. Huh? Huh? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was still on Tinder. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> Women are more patient. If you don't message a guy within six hours, the likelihood he'll respond drops by 25%. Yeah, I, I agree with all of these And steps. I told a female client that today because, again, you don't want to fall to the bottom of his list. Whereas within the same period, the chance a woman will respond only drops by 5%. So I tell all of my clients to message someone immediately. Look, if someone holds it against you that you've messaged them the minute you match, they're not for you. Who cares when you message someone? Unless you're like up in the middle of the night at four in the morning and swiping on. I probably wouldn't message someone at that hour. But other than that, who cares? But again, I think some of this goes into what we've talked about earlier, which is women are investing more time and research and effort into the people that they want to match with. So there are naturally going to be more patient with responding to those people. And again, on the side of the guys, we're just swiping and swiping. And so if they don't respond, we're on to other people who are responding. Right. That's true. I I mean, that makes sense. So a lot of my clients asked me, and friends actually said to me, you know, it's so strange. I've gotten the same message a few times today. (laughs) And the message was, Going to Whole Foods. Want me to pick you up anything? <laughs> you know where they got that mess? It's actually very clever. You know where they got it? Hmm. Aziz Ansari's show, Master of None. Uh. They had an episode about online dating. And I'm only on season one, so I haven't gotten to that one yet, which it's really good. It's actually... Yeah. Anyway, so he used that on there, and then everyone started using it, which to me is hilarious. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think we've exhausted our dating app episode for now. So we'll pick back up with that. Yeah, we'll have to have a part two of our dating app episode. <laughs> that was the short attention span. Did you just forget mid-sentence what you were doing? Uh, oh, I boy. Was, whatever. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. If you like what you heard, we have a favor to ask you. Go to iTunes or Google Play and give us a five-star review. That way, more people can find the podcast when they're searching. If you're listening to this in the podcast app on your iPhone, then go to the search function, type in So We Met Online, click on the icon that's the cover photo for our podcast, click on the Review tab, which is the second tab after Details, scroll down and click on Write a Review. Not intuitive, but much appreciated. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time, or I guess you'll hear us next time. <laughs> Thanks.